0: Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Sushma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 3 Contextual Dimensions of Democratic Decentralization Social, Economic and Geographical The concept of democratic decentralization has become fashionable in modern economic and political theories, for political restructuring, and for fashioning new strategies for economic development. The term is, however, is not of recent origin. It has been much discussed and debated by writers, social reformers, political philosophers, modern pluralists, and liberal socialist democratic decentralization has been described by various names in india such as functional democracy grassroots democracy building from below panchayati raj etc strikingly speaking the term decentralization does not necessarily contain a democratic connotation. Hence, the adjective democratic is used to impart a special meaning to the term. It is democratic in the sense that the source from which power is decentralized has its democratic base and the body to which power flows is also democratic. Organized. The meaning of democracy is that people may determine the whole process of ruler development, right from the formulation of policies to implementation and evaluation. However, much more importance has been assigned to democratic element in all of them than to its development aspect. The concept of democratic decentralization in the Indian context has mostly been associated with the Gandhian philosophy of nonviolent social order consisting of self-sufficient village republics. Centralization according to Mahatma Gandhi as a system is inconsistent with the non-violent structure of society. Since centralization cannot be sustained and defended without adequate force, he suggested that if India were to evolve along non-violent lines, it would have to decentralize. Mahatma Gandhi regarded it as essential for restoring order in the contemporary period of change and conflict, political instability and inefficiency in administration. It would be apt to say that in the absence of a viable economic policy, the alternative is to examine critically and dispassionately the Gandhian economic and political ideas. These provide to a great extent a rational approach to our problems of national reconstruction and regeneration. In this unit, we will discuss the contextual dimensions of democratic decentralization, particularly social, economic, and geographical. Now, let us move to the next point social context of democratic decentralization. There is an attempt at concretization through institutionalization of grassroots democracy. The theoretical ideology is institutionalization or social construction through agent structure interaction. The premise is that the human behavior is not an independent variable in the social scheme of things, but is rather conditioned by environment. Environment is a generic term which includes broadly the social, political, legal, administrative and economic environment that generally conditions the way we think and perceive broadly imply culture. If human behavior were indeed a dependent variable as professed by the institutionalist sociologist introducing the right structures in the social domain would impact on the pattern of socialization and consequent internalization of values, thus modifying behavior desirably over time. Structure agency viewpoint is primarily a credit to the eminent sociologists like Talcott Parson, George Samuel, and Robert Elias though there has been much development accredited to the modern sociologist such as George Richter and Nikos Molje. In the Porosian scheme of things, institutionalization is described both as a process and as a structure. The process is described as per the following steps or developments in social behavior. Like actors with different orientations find themselves in situations where they must interact. Their orientation stems from their need structure and how the same is conditioned, influenced, determined. By the co option of cultural values on their part from their social environment. Through specific interaction processes, norms emerge which guide subsequent behavior while actors adjust their orientation to each other. Such norms emerge as a way of adjusting the different orientations of actors to each other to find a common ground for mutuality but is constrained by the general cultural environment. In turn, however, these norms get established and regulate subsequent interaction giving behaviour stability thus bringing about desired change, though the extent or degree of such change could not be predetermined, anticipated. This theory belongs to the generic field of social ontology. Social ontologists attempt to inquire into the cause-effect phenomena that order, Social relations. Accordingly, in time it is believed that with local self government institutions in the villages promising equal opportunity in matter of membership to the socially and educationally backward and powerless segments in the social matrix, the traditional oligarchic or federal social order would be in time giving way to a more equalitarian and democratic social order. This would affect what is referred in sociology as social construction. Hence, there shall be a gram sabha in each village level exercising such powers and performing such functions at the village level as the legislature of a state may provide by law. The idea is to impart people voice in governance related matters at the local level in a form that akin to direct democracy as has not been attempted until now. The attempt at democratic decentralization marks a paradigm shift from a passive to an active democracy where people participate in and actively articulate their concerns on a day-to-day basis rather than express choice once in five years and thereafter remain dormant till the next state or central elections back on. Hitherto, large masses of the people who reside in villages had been left unaffected by the fruits of democracy for the simple reason that the accountability and responsiveness of administration and the political masters could not be enforced at the local level where most of the development efforts and fruits are concentrated. This well-nigh negates the plan effort since targets remained unmet largely due to the ineffective implementation of development policies and fraudulent practices on the part of the government functionaries that went unreported and and physical proximity would lay open officials to public scrutiny both by lay people who are more likely to know and thus question wrong or willful omissions on the part of the government officials and claim their right in schemes and by the voluntary organizations that have been active in the countryside in the recent past. The hypothesis is that a physical distance is directly correlated to responsiveness and efficiency of administration would be tested in the coming years. The idea distinctly draws upon the ideal of savraj or self-governance in that the attempt is. Empower sovereign people to take the lead in the matters that concern them so that they are effectively addressed rather than rely on a distant government, be it the state government or the central, that neither has the time and allegedly the inclination to inquire into their everyday concerns more so in the present era of globalization and liberalization, where the early buzzard allocations suggest distinct shift in emphasis from ruler development to commercial concerns. However, major lacuna in this regard would be lack of literacy among the ruler masses. They greatly compromises their right to question for provisions like right to information to yield expected benefits. It is imperative that literacy campaign be given an urgent flip. Provisions for Gram Sabha as an institution for direct democracy existed in majority of the Indian states like Gujarat, Karnataka, Maharashtra, Orissa, Punjab, Uttar Pradesh, Himachal Pradesh, etc. There is a statutory provision for Gram Sabha. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.